0: Alright, welcome back to Tom on Top Podcast, Episode 7. It's going good, it's going good. There's, I can see where listeners are from, and so, shout out to a, whoever it is in, let's see what this town's called, clichy Al de france over in France, downloaded four episodes that's crazy man and I I think I know why I've thought about it a lot I assume he you know doesn't speak English but you know he's a French dude he's probably crushing chicks he brings girls back to his place and he's just he's so tired of of crushing chicks that he puts on podcasts and You know, she's probably laying there like, do you have any Trey songs? Because he speaks nothing but French, and he just picks up for sure uh, foreign exchange students from America. So there's some girl from Nevada or something, and he's got this podcast playing in the background. And so she's sitting there listening to me talk about how many hamsters I could fight. And he didn't understand a word of it. He just likes some background noise. And he's just, you know... And French dudes, I assume, only make sweet love. I think I think French dudes are very gentle. Probably. I don't know. But... Yeah, so she's sitting there having to listen to me talk about... <laughs> how ripped I am. And, and he's just going to work. And he doesn't understand a word of it, but he likes... He likes having some noise. So if that's not the case, whoever you are, man, email me. Tomontoppodcast at gmail.com. I want to know why you're listening to this podcast from France. But it's awesome, and I'm happy about it. All right. I started I started talking to a friend the other night about the fair. And it's not like I had forgotten the fair. But as soon as I started talking about it out loud, I realized that I think it's the craziest thing we do as a society. Now, look, I don't know if they have the fair wherever you are, but every fall they bring the county fair to us. And in a matter of days, it would go from an empty field to, I mean, having rides, food, food petting zoo, crazy stuff, crazy stuff. The fair was insane. First of all, the smell. If you've been to the fair, that smell is only at the fair, and it's nowhere else. Because you got the mix of there's animals out there, and, you know, animals, uh, a lot of cows and chickens aren't, you know, potty trained. A lot of them just... A lot of them will just duke outdoors. And so if they're in a cage, they're chilling with their duke. And, bro, the petting zoo used to have, they'd have some standard shit. They'd have like a, you know, a couple goats, um, a cow, maybe some bunnies. But then there'd always be two or three animals that didn't belong. Like some Joe Exotic stuff. Like I remember often there was a zebra, I don't know how anyone in Arkansas got a zebra, there would be, they had these fainting goats that used to, if you clap, they'd die for about five minutes, so those were neat, and for like a dollar, you could buy a, a little bag of carrots and feed everything, just right from your hand, a zebra, oh, they would have the llamas and the alpacas, and they'd spit on folks. I remember one year I had a balloon and a goat ate it. But yeah, the fair. Oh, yeah, I was talking about the smell, dude. So the animals are duking outdoors. There's people making funnel cakes, which is just grease and powdered sugar cooked together. So that's got its own unique smell. The carnies themselves, and I say carnies out of respect because those are hardworking people, but also they smell like death. Uh, just cigarettes and sweat, baby. But that's America, dude. That's love. So no disrespect if you're a carny. And yeah, all these toothless gomers would just screw together these rides. And then everybody in the county would go ride them for a week. Not me, though, dude. I was always scared of the rides. Always. I loved the fair, but only for the petting zoo and just seeing stuff going on. Sometimes I would ride the swings, which looking back, that had to be the most dangerous one. It's just a swing up in the air, doing circles, probably held by a pen about as big as a pencil. But yeah, I never did the the crazy rides. Never. When I would go with friends, they would always want to do the rides, and I'd be like, I'll catch y'all later. We go pet a goat. I <laughs> go feel on a little rabbit back there in the, in the barn. But I remember one year, um, I met up with a girl. I had to be probably 13 years old, and I met up with a girl that I liked at the fair, and she wanted to go on the biggest ride there. It was the Nemesis 360 or something. I mean, it was just a big death trap. It would. Flip over and over, and you you'd sit next to two other people in something, and the line was crazy long. It was like an hour wait. So in my head, I didn't want to, you know, back out because this girl's down to do it, and I'm super not. So I was like, yeah, let's let's get in line. (laughs) And so we, I was thinking, you know, she'll get bored or something in this line before we really get up there. And so as we got closer and closer, I got more and more nervous, and I was like, oh man. It got to the point where we were up next, and (laughs) I acted like I got a phone call and took it, and she went on the ride, and I didn't, and I was, afterwards, she was like, you didn't, I mean, it couldn't wait, and I was like, ah, no, no, my bad. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was not down to ride that thing. I still wouldn't. That's crazy. But I was always afraid of stuff like that. They used to have, I also never went in this, they used to have a van parked. And if you went in it, they said you could see um, a two-headed snake. And I think that was about $5 to go look at his little, his little Siamese ass. The fair's insane. I can't believe it exists. And then, those folks would just pack up and go somewhere else. No off-season for the fair. We even had a little mini-fair that would come around just at random times, and they would put all their stuff up in the Big Lots parking lot. Rides and all. They have those, those games. I would always do the one where you throw a baseball, and it would have a a radar gun and tell you, that thing was never right, it wasn't even fun, there's no, I would pay to do that, that's insane, give somebody five dollars to hurt my arm, they had one thing, oh my god, dude, I just remembered this, (laughs) they had a game, this is insane, it would be a circle, like Wheel of Fortune almost, and you'd spin it. And something happened. Everybody had a mouse, and you would bet on what mouse would go to what hole. They'd spin it, and the mice would come up, and they'd they would they'd frolic around, and then they'd head down a hole. And if, if your mouse went in the right hole, you got a prize, and if not, you were out of luck. I don't know what the prize was. Maybe you got to keep the mouse. How is that ever Okay. Why was that a thing? I always went to the fair every year. I loved it. I'm not down talking the fair, but... It says a lot about us as people. But yeah, I was always scared of the rides. I would never do the rides. I was scared of all kinds of stuff when I was young. I was scared of dogs. I was terrified of dogs until... I was probably probably about 12, terrified. But the weird thing was I loved dogs. So I would always, I had one of my best friends when I was young had a dog that was just, it was on its last leg. This was a, a little geriatric golden retriever. And I mean, you could, you could have stepped on its tail and it would barely move. And it was my favorite dog in the world because I just wasn't afraid of it because <laughs> it couldn't move fast enough to hurt me in my mind. So I would always be hanging out with that dog. He'd be playing GameCube, my buddy, not the dog. And, you know, I'd be supposed to be doing something, probably making little Mario jump on some mushrooms or something. I'd be dicking off, petting the dog. (laughs) I loved that dog. But, yeah, I was terrified of dogs. Big dogs, small dogs, so scared. When I was young, if if I was anywhere, dogs would be like a public park. And I'd hear that. That jingle of a collar, ooh, scared me. I don't know why. I ended up going to therapy when I was young to try to figure out why I was afraid of dogs and try to get better from it, and that didn't work. (laughs) The guy, oh my God, I forgot about this. The guy, on the first day, I was like, yeah, I'm afraid of dogs, I don't want to be. And he was like, okay, well, let's look at some, some pictures of dogs. And if you ever feel like this is too much, you know, just tell me and we can slow down. God just showed me a slideshow of dogs. I was like, no, I, I, I know what they look like. I'm not afraid of seeing dogs. I like dogs. I'm just afraid of being around them. And then, so that was the first time we met. And then the second time he met He was basically like, hey, you're going to ride this pit bull. There was no in-between. He was like, hey, you have to tame this Rottweiler that's only been fed, you know, live children for the last eight years. So that didn't work at all. That was insane. That first time I went there, he would show me those pictures of dogs, and I was trying to be polite, so I was like, yeah, I mean, it looks... Like a scary dog. I wouldn't want to be with it. But I obviously wasn't scared of a a picture of a dog. And then to calm me down, he would show this video of like a, this had to be early 2000s. It was like a, what's that Bob Marley song? Don't worry, be happy. He would play that. And I was like, oh my God, this guy's going to try to touch me or something. So I was still afraid of dogs after that. I remember one time in elementary school I was probably probably in 5th grade um we were at recess and this dog from the neighborhood got into the what you call it the the playground and so all the kids there's probably 80 of us out there 79 kids are running to go pet that dog one kid Tom is making a beeline to the monkey bars Man, I probably ran a four flat over there and I did a perfect muscle up like I'm in the CrossFit Olympics or something, right onto the monkey bars, and I got up there out of reach. And you know, all these kids are petting this dog, he's all hypering and crazy, and he bit a girl. <laughs> he bites this girl, and for the rest of the day I was like, see? <laughs> see, man? they're dangerous I'm sure it was just hyper looking back I'm sure it was a good dog it just 79 kids were petting it it bit Laura Dacus and she had to go get tested for rabies (laughs) but it just it just reinforced my fear of dogs because I was like yeah man that's what you get (laughs) go petting a dog you don't know I was up top the monkey bars safe Yeah, man. I was afraid of dogs until my family got dogs, and even then, it was about a month. And they're corgis. <laughs> I was afraid of them. Now I love dogs. I'll, I'll slap a Rottweiler around, you know. I'll, I'll nudge a Doberman. I don't care. So I guess. I guess my corgis helped me get over that wild fear. But that's how, I that's how my brain was as a kid that's funny to be afraid of dogs man but yeah I was afraid of all kinds of stuff dude and therapy for sure doesn't work guy in France is still listening to this just plowing that girl she's so tired of hearing me talk about how I'm afraid of dogs she wants to go back to Nevada <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness Cause you gotta think I mean I was afraid of dogs and not people The average dog You know what a dog will do A dog You could throw a ball And the ball's the only thing that dog cares about In the world And it'll go get it and bring it back to you That's the average dog The average person, you know, hits their girlfriend. (laughs) The average person flips people off in traffic. People suck. And I didn't like dogs. Or I liked them, but just thought they were dangerous. That's funny, man. Look, check this out. So, I know in a previous podcast, we went over the lyric in i think it's about my business by nba Youngboy, where he describes watching his grandfather say penis right and that was that was heavy and we worked through that i found another line of his that is is more problematic than that even so we're gonna listen to part of the song it's it's in the middle so i'm gonna have to find it and you know i don't of course i don't make the rules but this one look we'll just listen together let me find the the part i'm looking for okay this little ho trying to finesse me, she think that I'm stupid. I told that ho, what up with all that flexing? I told that ho, shut up with all that flexing, what up with that coochie? Already a problem. Or, already shouldn't have said it. Gets much worse. I'm trying to. Uh, he said, "I'm trying to get my son some head while he's one years old. Also, one years. Oh my God, <laughs> it's a hit too. People listen to it. That's a red rum by NBA Youngboy. Illegal. Illegal. Don't do it. Can go jail." NBA can go jail (laughs) that's insane I'd rather go to the fair than listen to that song I'd rather go pet one of those spitting llamas dang this was a fun one we're already almost at 20 minutes killing it killing it yeah all right, I'm out of here. Don't listen to Red Rum by NBA, young boy. Obviously, if you go to the fair, come correct, okay? And then as far as dogs go, don't be afraid of them. All right, this was episode seven of Tom on Top Podcast. You can subscribe to the channel. Get me on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, all those things. And uh, yeah, that's it. Thanks for listening.